Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yes. Hello. What up? Nearly on on cue, I need to burp. Like, I didn't need you. I hear that. And I was like, well, do I... Excuse me. Okay, worked. <laughs> and now you've had that horrible moment. You've burped on a podcast. Now we're past it. Oh, it was a dainty, silent little burp. But I swear that always would happen too on air. Like all of a sudden I'd be getting to the desk and I'd be like, oh, three, two, I need to burp. Yeah. I'm going to burp. Mm-hmm. And then you live in fear for the next two and a half, three hours of, is this the morning where I go to take a breath to say something and a giant belch comes flying out? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. You're like, and I go viral. Great. <laughs> this wait. is what I need. Yeah. Which speaking of going viral today, guys, we're talking about a, a news anchor that went viral for a yeah. bad reason. So I honestly, she probably wishes she had just burped, but long story. We'll get into that today. So welcome to the A Block friends. Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline are here ready to just dish it out. We got a lot to talk about today. Boy, do we. Another week, we're back. Jacqueline survived the storm. I don't know if you guys listened to that last week's podcast, but I was very curious about how um, 
it was going to come out since we had a little bit of insanity going on. The yeah. thunder that got put in the middle of the podcast when we had the power outage, um, I was frightened. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I did not like it. <laughs> I did not like it. Maybe because I emailed um, Nick um, Roush at KSR. He's the one who like, will download our podcast and he like briefly listens to it and goes through it. And I, and he, I had emailed him both parts and I was like, I think it would be funny if when you put the two parts together, you put something in the middle because there's like an obvious end to when I stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. Where Jacqueline's just like not part of the conversation anymore. <laughs> well, Haley didn't even realize it for a little, like I, I, I will, it, I think we both didn't realize it. And then I realized it a little bit before Haley. Cause Haley uh-huh. was just like, trying to fill air. Yeah. I just was like, I I thought you were, she was just frozen. And I thought I'll just give her a couple seconds. Her computer will catch back up. I was like, I'll just keep talking. And then Jack, or yeah, Claire was like, she's gone. I was like, okay, (laughs) well, God bless her buried at sea. We'll miss her forever. (laughs) You just, goodbye. Bye. Um, yes. Potted on. Yes. We potted on. We missed you, Jacqueline. Glad to have you back. It would be nice if you could work a full shift tonight. Okay. And yeah. do the podcast I'll, with us. I'll work a full shift and I'll, um, even read what, uh, what relics is what's going on over at relics. Is that okay? <gasps> Great. Perfect. Take it away. You know what guys, per usual, the a block is brought to you by our title sponsors at relic bridal. They are the premier wedding dress shop in Lexington, Kentucky. Their showroom is filled to the brim with the latest bridal designs from edgy to classic and everything in between. So if you or someone, you know, is in the market for a wedding gown, please give our friends at relics bridal a call to book your appointment. You can visit their website at relicsbridal.com. That's R E L I bridal.com or check out their Instagram page at relics bridal for more information. Perfect. She's back everyone. She's back and better than ever. You're welcome. We support, we stand yes. a, um, uh, damn it. I- You've blown it. It's over. No, you might as well burp again. No, <laughs> I wish I'm sure I will. I was going to say we, What's we stand a resilient queen. That's what I was going to say. Love that. Love that. She's back, back and better than ever. Yes. Um, so what's going right? on with everyone? What's been going on? What did y'all do today? What's the latest jam? You know, I went to work today. Um, just crazy Wednesday. Uh, um, <laughs> well, it has been an interesting week for me. I've had some stomach issues this week. I'm not going to oh. get into it because I'm huh. PMI. What do you mean? Because um, we don't know what that could mean. <laughs> I know. What do you mean? Don't even know. I actually don't know what's going on. But like everything I do or eat or think, like everything I do, just seems to make my life worse and more miserable in terms of this this scenario. And oh, I good. very much can be confused for, for someone who's at least six months pregnant, if not, you know. Oh, full yeah. Term, full term. Um, Uh, so I was just dealing with that at work today, just feeling really like, like, yeah, bloated and just kind of in pain and I don't know, whatever. But, um, I was just regaling the girls with my, um, my big sale I made today. Cause I, I do, I posh on Poshmark. Mm -hmm. I sell, um, I posh. I love that. I'm a posh. I'm a posher. Um, 
<laughs> so any of my fellow poshers out there, hit me up, follow my closet. Um, there's some really average stuff on there, <laughs> but I'll sell it to you for like $7. Um, but I sold another shirt today for like, I think I, well, no, let me, let me check out my earnings because well, I got my, 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 my funds today, which there is a, a downtime between your sale and your funds. So today was money-making day. Oh, and yes. so in my little bank. Yeah. I've got, well, let's see. Oh, excuse me. $4 and 37 cents. Oh, so you're rich. Yeah. I'm yeah. Rich. It's taking mm-hmm. off. It's taking off it more sooner than you thought it would, but you know, that's how it happens. You know, here, what's my, to- does it give a total? Oh, it doesn't give an all-time total, but I've, since I've been poshing since almost a full year now mm-hmm. and 20, 40, it's, it's 50, 75. I mean, I've probably made close to $200. Oh, nice. In a year. Okay, yeah. That's from, not bad. That's a, uh, yeah. yeah. Hello. That's good. From selling all kinds of random things. Cause you can sell more than just clothes. I've sold a chocolate fountain. I've sold, um, I sold a, a wine rack. I so, I've sold blankets. I've sold, yeah, whatever you want. You just put it on Poshmark and see what happens. You never know what someone's looking for. Hashtag the Posh and community. The Posh community. It's a great community. And as I was telling the girls, like Poshmark is also there for you. Um, if you have their notifications on your phone, which is crucial to making sales, um, you get their inspirational messages. Like today they told me, well, I think I cleared all the messages out. So it's over. But anyway, that's been my big day. There's really if I remember much- it correctly. It was, we don't have time to fold clothes, but when we do, we don't, we don't. That's true. That is what it said. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I've now I've cleared out now that I read them all. They've all cleared out. Another one was shine bright. Um, I love it. I so- that laundry one, because I had clean laundry that I had done on Monday and I just, uh, this afternoon put it away. So Mm. it was just sitting in my hamper clean. And I was like, you know what? That's a problem for another day. Mm -hmm. Poshmark, Poshmark knows Poshmark gets it. You know, Poshmark is there with us on the ground level in the mud, ready to lift us up. Yes. So So you've been heavy poshing today. Um, living in a small business owner. I have been, yeah, for a little while now. Yes. yes. <laughs> I forgot that's what you call it. I love it. A small business to support her son. That's what she, Claire usually says in our group text. She's like, guys, I run a small business to support my son. It's true. He's got interests. I want to keep him up to date in his extracurriculars. Huh? Exactly. We're calling it when you were selling some of your furniture on Facebook Marketplace before you moved. You were like, mm-hmm. I'm business guys. I got to go. Yeah. I mean, you've got to keep a good reputation. You've got to, you know, keep your finger on the pulse of the marketplace in terms of what are people willing to buy? And are you selling to move? Are you selling to make a profit? Are you selling just to get, you know, there's these things you have to take into account and, um, yeah, it's, you have to dedicate yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. I've sold a couple of things on Facebook marketplace, like a few things. And I actually had really good luck. Like nice people came to get it. Everything was good. Um, but you'd get the crazy messages of people that would offer you like, 
I'd be like, oh, I'm selling this couch for a hundred bucks. They'd be like, I'll give you $5. Can you deliver it? And I'm like, no, <laughs> what? like, what did you really think? I was going to be like, yes, thank you so much. Like, of course. Do you guys remember that one lady who I was trying to buy a couch like <laughs> months ago and I had messaged this lady and I was like, um, and obviously this was, this, it was a sectional. All right. Like it's big. Okay. And I messaged her and I was like, Hey, what are the measurements? And she said, it's large. And I was oh, like, Oh, a large couch. Okay. Perfect. Oh, I'll give you $5. I'll give you $5. And can you deliver it? Yeah. $5. And you can be the delivery person. But I, I met was a woman who truly did not and could not master or fathom the thought of actually measuring something. And I get that because getting the tape measure after something, it is a whole thing where you're like, yeah. okay, here we go. I'm not going to measure it all and write it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just like, it just, it, well, you don't want to be pulled into a new hobby of just being Tim, the Toolman Taylor. It's just like, no, I can't, I'm not here to do measurements and things. Yeah. So either Next, you I'll be telling myself I can put up a shelf and I know that's not happening. I mean, no, part no, me understood no. it, but other, the other part of me is like, <sighs> really? You just weren't the, you weren't the right buyer for her. She needed right. the buyer that saw it and thought this will work. Yes. No questions. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No questions. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. Oh like, gosh. Okay. That's what's new with me. And I know now I've put any story you guys had to shame. So I guess podcast over. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's about Jacqueline's break time right now, anyway. So that's right. <laughs> time that I had out. We've been um recording for approximately 15 minutes. So yeah. So go. Yeah. Just, she's like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm just exhausted. I'll see you. <laughs> um, I just ate a very large Mexican dinner, went to a Ooh. local Mexican restaurant and just ate so much. It's so hard for me to control myself in a Mexican restaurant. Just, I could eat 28 bowls of chips and I always have room for the cheese enchilada and beef soft taco. Oh yeah. Um, and then I have to have rice and beans that I have to put salsa on. It's just like a whole thing and I can't leave any part of it out. Um, and it, but I really enjoyed it so much, but this couple next to us at the table was clearly on a very fresh first date. Oh no. Yes. But it was going very well. It seemed she was talking a lot. Well, probably because he refused to ask a single question. So yes, well, no, I was going to say he, she was talking a lot. We first got there. My first clue was she said, well, my ex-husband did so-and-so. So, and I was like, uh-oh. And I was like, I just thought they were friends or something. They were right next to us. Our tables were uncomfortably close. Cause I heard everything, yeah. you know, she's like, I'm close with my son. Of course he's 17, but none of his girlfriends like me. And he's like, oh my gosh, I have three daughters. I know exactly what that's like. And I'm like, y'all this, I don't know. Is this going to work? Are you guys going to, okay. <laughs> she uh, she her ex-husband. And then she said, he said, how many times have you been married? <laughs> and oh, she no. said three times total, two times legally. And that's when I said, this is going to work. <laughs> what? Yes. But, that was verbatim. And Matt and I looked at each other and just were like, what? So and I was like, I need, to, I need to know like how long they've been messaging beforehand because like, yes. Cause a couple of things he said, he said, yeah, I have three daughters. Like I told you. And I was like, okay. So they've been messaging back and forth. And this was clearly their first in person. Cause she was very dressed up in a dress looked cute. 
But you have to be semi comfortable with, you have to have some level of comfort to say, so how many times have you been here? (laughs) I know. And I was like, oh gosh. I was like, you know what? Well, they look to be like, you know, I'd say they're in their like mid forties, like mid forties. And then I confirmed that with the the number of marriages and the ages of the children. I was like, okay, this all tracks, but yeah, you're right. I was like, you know what? If I, the older we get, the less time we have for the bullshit. So it's like, yo, on this first date, let's just get it out there. Tell me how many times you've been married. What's up? Tell me your drama. (laughs) And I heard her say something to the effect of, and I don't, I missed the crucial part of this conversation, but she said, you have no idea how many plastic gloves and Bic pens and something else are in those kind of planes. You would not believe it. And I was like, <laughs> and I was okay. like, is she going to be like, I have killed all three of my ex-husbands and I th- flew them up into planes and threw them out. But yeah, she just said, you would not believe it. And he was like, that's crazy. I, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, it was just, it was really sweet and I hope they work out. I hope they go on a second day, but they, yeah, they, they weren't here for the bullshit. They were going in hard on the conversations and just sharing everything. And I was like, okay. That, okay. That gives me a little bit of, um, I'm being like re traumatized by hearing that for my own embarrassment of, um, a recent hinge date I went on. I'm now off. I'm, I'm now off the app. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well you tried and that's you, what else can you do? I, I, I don't know. You know, maybe one day we'll circle back to them, but it's simply, I just, <laughs> like it, it's too much. Yeah. But I went on a date kind of recently with a gentleman, um, who was nice. He was nice enough. He was nice enough. Um, I don't even remember his name. Well, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't say his name anyway. Um, but we met, I told him I'd meet him halfway, first of all, which I feel like was sexually. I mean, I I'm, I'm learning. You're right. <laughs> oh, I was like, is she, um, would she just confirm what I said? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. no. I smiled. Not. Claire even fin- finished that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, well, I've just, I feel like I've learned a lot of things. Should I, would I, could I do this again? I'm like, no, I'm making no concessions for anyone. You meet me where I want to go. You pay you. I make you do things because I was, I was going about it a little too diplomatically, not being like laying down and being like, Oh no, it's fine. Whatever. But this was really the straw that broke the camel's back. He lived kind of North of Dallas, like North, um, West of Dallas. I live in Dallas. So I said, you know what? I'll meet you halfway mm-hmm. next time. No. So we, he, but he picks a place. He picks a place in the this town of Addison, Addison, it's like known for all they have is apartments, bars, and restaurants. So there should be no shortage of good places to go. He picks sure. one place so confidently. I was like, oh, okay. Like he didn't even, you know, usually guys are like, should, like, what kind of, do you like this? Or I don't know. Usually like yeah. there's a little bit of like t- back and forth. Like what do he, you like tonight? Like, yeah, yes. he picked this one place so confidently. I was like, Sounds great. You know what? It, cool. it, no red flags by the name. I Googled it. They didn't really have a website, but you know, some places don't. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. we walk in. <laughs> I know that was, it's 2022, Claire. Literally everybody has a website. <laughs> I'm like, so I, I mean, <laughs> at least an Instagram page. And they did it. They did it. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, I know that's, that one's on me. Um, it's, it's five 30 when, or no, it's six 30. When I go to meet him, we are the only two people in the establishment. Oh no. Like, oh, oh, as soon as I walked in, I was just like, oh, 
No, no. And this is a place that's like, it is a, it is a bar. It's also a coffee shop. It's also a karaoke, like, but like serious karaoke. It's got, it's just got a lot going on. It has no ambiance. No, it's just like very much not. There was like a huge throne in the corner. I don't know. It was very weird. It's a place definitely that like, I would never want to see in broad daylight. And yet there we were seeing it in broad daylight. And so the waiters could hear every word we said. Oh, and so no. I was just, God, I hate this for me because I know they're all like, oh, this is the first date. They, they don't know. Yeah, you know, other. they're talking and, about it. You know, oh, they yeah. are. You know, I, like, oh, she's so much better than him. No, I hope. You know what? He had, he had things going for him. He was a pilot. Uh-huh. And I, I was very interested by that. I came with questions. That's intriguing. I came with yeah, I was like, there are things I don't know about being an airline pilot that like I want to know about. I think I also bring a lot of things that could evoke some questions to the table. Like I used to be on television um, or like I work, I, I, I work. You have a cool job now. now. You have a great right. job now. Like, you know, like there, there are questions. And also I can talk to anyone. It's not even top secret. I work for the, for Dallas County. And so I like, he could ask me no questions. I did all the talking. I even tested it at one point where I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk anymore. We sat in silence. No. Yes. No, 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 no. He was a couple years older than me. And so I'm like, you should know how to make small talk by now. Like you've been out in the world. You are a professional. I get it. Like making small talk sucks. And I get that the three of us have essentially been in professions where we've been paid to be professional small talkers. Yes. So maybe it comes easier for us. I'm yeah. willing to make that concession, but I'm asking you like, how about, do you have any brothers or sisters? Like great. We, yeah. And or I'll just, give you a lot to work with, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, there's no such thing as not a single awkward moment on a first date. Even if you end up marrying this person, even if you end up dating this person for six months, two years, whatever, a first date is always a little, cause everybody's always a little nervous and you truly don't know, like what if I ask one question, it's going to be a weird, there's going to be a weird moment. How many times have you been married? You know, how many times have you been married? Which to me is always a great fallback. If there are awkward moments, just throw it out there and you know, you learn a lot. And if they've never been married, it'll be a, ha ha, we're all both laughing. Um, us and all the servers. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, there's, but sitting in silence, I'm sorry, just say anything. Yeah. And so then of course I ended up saying something. And so we finished our we all, I got a glass of wine. He got a beer. We finished those drinks. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm like, yeah, I was I've had a glass of wine. Oh, I, yeah, I've been fighting for my life through this entire date. The waiter comes over and I was like, here we go. And he goes, can I get you guys another drink? And I said, I'm okay. And he said, I'll have another beer. And I was like, uh, no, that's a sign that I'm not enjoying myself. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, do I leave? I mean, I really, I probably, again, another lesson learned could have just gotten up and left and like, well, actually I'm going to go, but you know, like, okay, so then, yeah. but of course I get another glass of wine. We finish that drink. We sit there with these empty glasses for a long time. I am making like, I'm doing so much eye contact acting with the cert, the wait staff to be like, come over here come help me. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. This is the first date. Like we're yeah. ready for our text. I like, wink at it. Yeah, you know, like, like, I'm doing like everything. 
no, they do not. I, it never happens. And so I was like, okay. So I say, I'm going to the bathroom. And I thought, surely if I go to the bathroom, I intentionally take a long time in there. Check will come. He'll take care of it. Then we can go. Another lesson learned. If I'm resorting to this, I'm just leaving. I'm going to the bathroom and never coming back. Like, I don't know this person. It's fine. So anyway, get back to the table. Check has not come. Nothing has been taken care of. Oh, and so I was like, are you okay? All right. So then I sit down. And so I'm, I, I finally say, Hey, we'll take our check. Like, I'm just, Oh God. Yeah. Cause I was like, we, at this point I'm like, I want to go like, like your, your past need to be like, okay, well, let me just keep it going. It's like, no, clear. I've given him every sign that like, dude, you need to amp it up. And he's clearly not. So it's like, I gotta go hungry. Like we haven't eaten and I don't want to eat with this person. And how have these servers not picked up that he's not asking you any fucking questions and that you as a woman need to be rescued? Right. I know. That's what I don't get either. But also these, this place, Jacqueline, I know, I think you both have watched Bar Rescue. You both like Bar Rescue? Mm -hmm. This place was Bar Rescue. Like this place would be on Bar Rescue. That's the type of place. If John Taffer walked in, I would have kissed him directly on the mouth. And I'd be like, shut it down, please. (laughs) Please. It has a throne in it. So we finally get the check. And it's one of those situations where like every place here now, like you just pay at the table, like they, you pay, you know? And so like pressure's on. So he's like, is this together or separate? No, no. And so I say, I stay quiet because I'm like, and he doesn't say, he doesn't say anything. And like, it was actually awkward at this point it had gotten to a point where I was like and so finally I said um separate and then the guy goes the guy I'm on the date with goes are you sure oh my gosh no I'm not sure what did you you say yeah and I said well at that point I was like yeah it's fine because I wanted to because I'm never going to see you again so I'm not gonna and so I we we take our checks we get up we go I was like I gotta go and then we start walking to our cars. Thank God our cars were in a different place. Like we didn't have to go to the same parking lot. Cause I was like, I don't think I can survive this. And so, well, I, it, I mean, I'm like, okay, it's clearly ramping up to say goodbye. He starts to put chapstick on. I don't know what that means. Oh no. But I was like, sir, if you, if, if you think this is close to where we are in this journey, <laughs> You are wrong. And I, I didn't even give him a hug. I said, bye. See ya. Yeah. Bye. 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 Did you even hug him or did you just like wave and walk away? No hug. No anything. No. I was like, I gotta go. Okay. Gotta go. Uh, he has no social awareness. Yeah, no social awareness. That, no social skills. Yeah. I, I met, this might've been his first date ever. I, I honestly wondered that. I was like, has, but he, listen, his profile was like good enough to where he was definitely getting like swipes and he was so confident in like a place and a time and all this that like he has done that before mm-hmm. not successfully mm-hmm. I can't say but like yeah. I don't know oh my gosh it was it was it was I'm like I'm hating it all over again but then just now that realization again of the wait staff was totally like ooh. but yeah oh it's so uncomfortable Anyway, sorry. Well, you survived it. Again. No, you survived it. That was a, I liked that story a lot. Thank That's you. A I hate that it happened to you, but that, that was my favorite short story because just when you think it's over in its heredity, oh no, there's more. 
are there, there are far worse dates to go on, but we're just talking about like people out there who know men who are dating. Let's just go over the one Oh, the one Oh ones with them before they go on their next date. Just, yes. Hey, you're going out on dates with girls. Um, let's just, you're going to, you're going to pay. You're going to ask her, have some questions in your mind, locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Just, yeah. Don't, oh gosh, the pause. And then when you had to say separate and then he said, are you sure? It's like, what was he going to do if you were like, no, I'm not sure. I'd like you to pay. What did he expect? Well, my next lesson learned is next time I will say he's got it. And not oh. go back. Mm. because I want to know, I want you to know I deserve that. Yes. And I like that. There's and a- once we have something where we, yeah. And listen, I am all for paying for like my boyfriend's dinner when I go out or something. Like, I'm not saying he has to always pay for me, but when you're trying to earn my company. Yeah. Yes. Bruh. You do, yeah. You can buy me two glasses of wine. <laughs> pay the $14. Okay. Yeah, pay the $14. It's not like you were like, I'd like another bottle for the table. Thank you. <laughs> I should have. You should have been like, it's on him and I'll take a bottle to go. <laughs> Literally, just like, for honestly, time like, to go margaritas. Thank you so much. Good Lord. Okay. Anyway, Jacqueline, anything you want to add? I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> I loved that first date story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I really did. I loved that story. Um, you know, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a I lot of, a, you're getting ready, Jacqueline, you're getting ready to leave to go to a music festival, right? Oh my God. Yeah, I am. So, <laughs> I thought that would be something fun to bring up. I didn't know. Yes, I am. But like, it's just so funny because me at the beginning of the summer, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to stay in town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, okay, this weekend, my family's here. This other weekend, like I have people visiting and then it's like, this past weekend was a Barbasol and then this weekend I'm going out of town and like, and then the following weekend I have friends in town. And like, it's just, I'm like, I, I thought I wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. You're like, who is this girl? Sometimes that's just how life is. Sometimes you plan to not do anything. And then your calendar is suddenly filled and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so this concert actually was like a last minute thing, but it's actually in uh, my boyfriend's hometown in St. Clairsville, Ohio. It's like, mm. oh, so it's Coachella. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the, all, Beyonce's debuting her entire track list there. Ah, I can't wait. Uh, yeah. So, um, no, it's actually called Blame My Roots. It's a country music festival. Um, but there's going to be some good people there. Like on Saturday night, Dirks Bentley is headlining. Like Randy Hauser is going to be there. Oh, this sounds awesome. And then I forget who else, but then Friday night, Chase Rice is headlining. Um, and then tomorrow night, there's like a bunch of like, mid-level people like Nico Moon, like in that type. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the names that are playing, I recognize. I just like, I don't have the list. So I like look at in front of me, but um, we're going with um, some of our friends. So that should be really fun. But yeah, 
Awesome. So we're going every night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So boom, boom, boom. You are going to feel fresh and ready to go on Monday. (laughs) And ready to go. And, um, our friends that live in his hometown, um, Allie, she owns a gym there and she's like a personal trainer and like super in fitness and whatever. And I was like, <laughs> I already made this commitment to myself. Oh, I was like, hey, okay. can I work out with you on Friday and Saturday? So that is my goal to at least do something, whether it's yes. okay. walking on the treadmill, I don't know what it'll be, but it's just gotta be something. So well, that will make you feel also, so good. I will say, keep in mind. I mean, it probably will make you feel good, but if I know anything about a music festival, you're going to have to do some walking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And make sure you stay hydrated, Jacqueline, please. I know I will. I will. I will. I will. So yeah, it's just, but like we're, um, in, <laughs> we're in like the little, the fancy area that will have like the nicer bathrooms and like, the- Oh, that there will be like water for us to just like where we can like bring a water bottle and like not have to oh like buy a $12 bottle of water yeah 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 that kind of thing but yeah it's gonna be nice I I am excited it's I'm just like the other day I was like wow I really I told myself I wasn't gonna do anything and now I feel like every weekend I'm like (laughs) busy 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 (laughs) I'm living life but yeah, I'm excited. It should be fun. I've never been to this. It's like at some big campground up there. So I don't know. You don't well, have gonna to be- camp though, right? What? You don't have to camp though, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh God, I would die. I'd pass away. <laughs> you got like, no exaggeration. I natural select. If I was taking camp camping, but like camping in like a tent, like outside, natural selection would kick in <laughs> Literally no way. Like there is no way I get way too hot at night to sleep. There's literally no way I could sleep outside. It's, it's just not happening. I don't want to. Um, I don't understand why people want to do that when you can sleep inside on a comfy bed and air conditioning with a fan and like bit a lot of blankets and pillows. <laughs> I, I agree. Camp- I love, I love not camping. Like I love not camping. Oh, I know. But I haven't camped like that since not- I was a kid and I loved it as a kid. And I maintained that, Oh, I like camping. Never done as an adult. And I have a feeling that experience is much different as a 36 year old woman than it was to say like a six year old girl. So yeah. sure as a I, I would have thought it was like maybe fun, but I don't know. It was awesome. I loved it. We went camping a ton growing up, but again, mm-hmm. TBD on if I really like it. My parents were always like camping. That's gross. And I didn't, I didn't even go on like sleepaway camps, like as a kid. Oh, now I love a camp in a cabin. Like some sleepaway camp loved it, but actually sleep for me, I can't stand feeling dirty. Yeah. And when I remember when camping, maybe last time I did it, I was maybe in middle school with our family, we went with some family friends. And I just remember there weren't enough face wipes or hand wipes in the world to feel clean. Like I would wipe my face off in the morning, wipe, wipe it off at night, wipe my hands off all the time, but I just felt grimy all the time. And that's the one thing about camping that I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I can't stand feeling dirty. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, famously don't mind being dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I would 
might still like it. <laughs> you might excel. You know, what what is six-year-old Claire like? Uh airheads and um silly strength. Uh, burning everything, just oh. any, anything I could burn in fire, um, hunting and hunt. I mean, hunting by like walking through the woods and hunting for bugs and, mm-hmm. um, webs dropping those <laughs> oh da- being dared to do stuff. Love that. <laughs> love that. <laughs> love it. Camping I sh- is where I learned the word urinate. Really? Oh, <laughs> my brother's urinated in the fire, according to Mr. Gilmore from my church. <laughs> Mr. Gilmore perched it up. You can tell he's a deacon. <laughs> the boys, the boys urinated. Have urinated in the fire. Speaking of deacons, Claire and I would like to say a little apology <laughs> um, about one person we talked about last week, Jacqueline. Um, Claire and I did a deep dive, uh, on nineties heartthrobs. And we just checked in on where they were these days. One of which we, one of them, I don't even feel like we gave him as much attention as others, but Claire has a little update. Claire, take it away. So I just give a quick mention to Andrew Keegan, who you might remember, um, who, from our childhood and from many movies. Well, we was brought to our attention that he may or may not be a, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And so now I'm okay. Yeah. So he may or may not be a cult leader. Um, so for that, we, we disavow, we disavow Andrew Keegan. Uh, he's, uh, he's the head of something called the full circle church. It's run by a core group of eight members who all take the actor's word as the ultimate say on all things. Mm, (laughs) The inner circle described their religious philosophy as advanced spiritualism and believe their tenets are founded on universal knowledge. So um, we do not endorse full circle religion, nor the teachings of one Andrew Keegan. We simply liked him for his tan skin and cute little smile that he had as a, as a prepubescent teen. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, we loved you in 10 things I hate about you. Hate you in a cult environment. So no. anyway, um, anyway, I just want to read this little thing. Cause I, I had just right before we started the podcast, I just seen Claire's little note and was like, feel like I need to say something about Andrew Keegan. <laughs> so I, was like, well, I Google it and I'm like, and this sentence I can, if, if it wasn't within the parameters of a cult, I would be down for a meditative weekend with these principles. Uh, this is from Marie Claire magazine. And it says Keegan, who is often referred to as a guru promotes organic experiences within the temple of full circle church, including handholding group meditation, spooning crystals, candles, and what they're calling soul medicine. So if I can go somewhere where I'm just holding hands with people and spooning and then doing a little meditation, are we just, is he basically just talking about camping? I think that's all he's talking about. Turns out we are dying to go camping. Turns out we're dying to go camping without the weird cult-like thing. So to believe you're, you're, you have the last word on all things. Yeah. Like last night, I just started watching the Netflix documentary, keep sweet, pray and obey about the FLDS and Warren Jeffs watched the first episode last night. And I mean, just that sentence alone saying he's the final word on everything is just what Warren Jeffs was telling people. And it's just like, Oh no, that's the first sign that you are in a cult. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. You know, that's not how it works. People don't get to just proclaim that. Yeah. One day after having being a child actor, they, they don't get to do that. Okay. I don't care how cute you thought they were. No, you no. Guys, you guys are so funny because I saw the rundown and I saw that this, that, um, 
this has just been added to the top of the topics. And it just said, Andrew Keegan is a cult leader. We do not endorse all caps. Sorry. <laughs> it was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's just, when you're safely out of your car, because we know most of you listen to us while you drive, as we listen to podcasts, that's how we consume. Um, yeah, just give him a quick Google if you don't believe us when you get home. So you'll remember who he is. Jacqueline, this includes you. And then, and then just remember he's now... The final word on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Insanity. That guy. Um, uh, right. Moving out to other stars that are, that we don't like what they're doing. Um, Jen Shaw, y'all. It's wow. Wow. You know what? She robbed all those old people and then she robbed us because we don't get the trial. And apparently the cam- they weren't filming either for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I'm. Like, what was it all for? Currently, they are currently though, but they, I know, but the cameras weren't there, like, which makes sense probably. Well, also, it's just another freaking thing that's gonna be on Bravo that everyone's gonna be talking about, and it didn't happen on camera. Well, at least this happened in the court of law, so there's an actual record of it, and it's not just he said, she said, or some oh, fictional that's thing that's that went on. Like, just- it is verifiable, but. Man, I got, I, I was kind of looking forward to the trial, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and she had famously yeah. said, I saw a clip of it on TikTok this week during one of the reunions or the reunion after it came out. Like, I am, I am fighting this. I am not guilty. I'm standing up for myself and every other person who is innocent and accused of crimes. And now she's like, oh, joking, guilty. Because yeah. I'm sure she started to realize how much time she was facing. And it was like, listen, and how much evidence they had or how it's like, oh, golly. And it said that she in one report I read, Jacqueline, I know you've done more reading on this. It said that she, as part of her pleading guilty set, agreed to say that she misled people over the age of 55. I mean, yes. does it get much worse than that? I mean, just any, anytime I hear of scams and certainly we've reported on them a million times in news of people that target old people, I want to punch them in the throat. I'm just like, what kind of low life are you? It's to steal from anyone, but to steal, steal from, from senior citizens or even, yeah, it's just like, what? Or stealing people's retirement. That's like, yes. it's so awful. There was a, there was a scam here a couple of years, a Ponzi scheme. Um, and it was this man who claimed to be a religious leader who he was really just an insurance agent that oh. claimed to be a religious leader and financial expert and sold, stole millions of dollars all from old people. And oh, I God. was just reading about it uh, last week and this week. And I was just like, I mean, I, I guess we can agree. Murder is the worst. Like killing is not, not good, but like that kind of stealing is really, it's so sinister to me that you would, you would just lie to people, especially in the name of religion and from old people, mm-hmm. you have yeah. no soul. You have no soul. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I think it's very interesting because so her assistant, Stuart Smith, um, was also arrested around the same time that Jen was. And he, but he had, he, um, had pled guilty or had pled, um, not guilty. And then later pled guilty. Yeah. he so took a deal. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm really interested just to hear about all of the evidence that they have against, um, then them and just what's going on. I did read in one of the articles that, um, 
wait, no, no, it wasn't in an article I read. Okay. I take that back. So, okay. So, um, the, I've talked about this before, obviously. Um, but juicy scoop with Heather McDonald, I was, um, watching her podcast the other day and, um, Heather's sister, Shannon is an attorney and they were just on just talking about this like whole ordeal. And, um, her sister was just like, you know, kind of breaking down what exactly this means and like how it'll move forward and blah, blah, blah. And she was saying how she thinks that they, that by her pleading guilty to like, um, you know, to the charges and certain charges being dropped, basically that, um, she will try to say that she did not know to a certain extent about what was happening to make the sentence less. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Or that they will, or um, another, or that she yes. will yeah. try to pay back even more money because she has to pay like, I think it's like nine million in restitution. Um, so it, it could even be like she could even pay more than that to maybe not do, you know, to do less jail time or to not do jail time at all. I don't know. I think that. I mean, it's crazy to envision someone like her being in a prison cell. Like, talk about the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. Well, like, Teresa from from yeah. New Jersey. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's just like these women who, with their glam teams, look the way they do on these shows, and then to be like, oh, it's just, oh, it's crazy. It's weird to me. Did y'all see Andy Cohen's response? That it was kind of weird to me. Where I think it was, I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I think it was on his show, Watch What Happens Live. Oh no! What they, they were talking about, like, or uh, and I assume that. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure that episode aired. I mean, I read it, so I would think it had aired already. Yeah, or I'm maybe sure. it's airing tonight. I have no idea. Um, but uh, he said that he, um, he like didn't know. He had like a hard time accepting the fact that it's true. And Jonah Hill was the guest, and he was like, "I don't know, man. Sometimes when you plead guilty, it means you're guilty." And, um, <laughs> and Andy Cohen said, no, all it means is she's changing her plea to which Andy Cohen, I say, no, no, she's not guilty. Like yeah, that, no. that's what that means in the court of law in a court of law is yeah. she's guilty yeah. now. We don't, it's not a question anymore. Yeah. So it means that, yeah, she, that the verdict is in like that, but he was like having trouble coming to terms with it since he's become close with her. I'm like, yeah, because she's manipulative. Like this yeah. woman is. She's yeah. like a puppet master You're yes. under her spell. Oh, but yeah, I guess to be continued in terms of her punishment is on, um, November 28th. So, um, I wonder why it's wait, why they're taking so long. Some states do that. Like Texas, our legal system here is, is so swift. You get sentenced like that day, like or it, you, it goes directly into punishment, but like, um, in Kentucky, uh, you know, we say they're, they're due to be, be sentenced on such and such day. Some, yeah. Sometimes, other times they get sentenced. I think it could be left up to the judge sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or who's doing the sentencing. Is it the judge or the jury? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I guess it does very place. Gosh, that just seems like an especially long time. But I'm like July, August, September. Okay. Four months, but still, it's just like, does that mean, is she going to be in jail right now or bond right now or? That's a great question if she pled guilty, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, honestly, I doubt it because from what I remember about Teresa, um, I mean, obviously she didn't 
you know, I mean, obviously that's like a different situation, but Teresa didn't really go to jail until the judge like sentenced her. And then they were like, okay, you're going to go into jail on this day. That's oh yeah. Like report to jail. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Report right. to jail. Report to jail. Um, I did. Yeah. All right. Did think it was interesting and I'm trying to find the exact amount of time um but a part of this plea Jen agreed that she wasn't going to um contest the sentencing and it's for like a long time she agreed Ooh. if the sentence was 14 years or less she wouldn't appeal yes oh my god yeah, that's what it was yes she could go to jail for 14 years that means she must have really been fake. Like it must have looked really bad. Yeah. yeah. If she's agreeing to like 14 years is okay. I'll take 14. Yeah. That means they could have nailed her to the wall for like 30 or something. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. And honestly, I bet her legal team is probably like, you'll probably do, you know, you'll probably be sentenced to five, serve one and a half to two, and then be on like house arrest for the rest. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Compared to being sentenced for like, you know, 14 plus. So, all right. Absolutely insane. And also, she argued so much with everyone who even questioned her in the season. So, I'm just very excited to see how this plays out with all the women on TV because uh, Meredith Marks did post a selfie with herself. Jen and Heather Gay in New York, like the day before she pled guilty to these charges. Oh, wow. Yikes. And then Meredith was like, you're not innocent and proven guilty, like blah, blah, blah. I guess she had to like make some statement on her Instagram story because people were giving her, you know, some crap about like hanging out with her. Yeah, that is true. You are innocent until proven guilty. That is true. That She's is true. not wrong. <laughs> until you either are proven guilty or you admit you that you are guilty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until either the judge or a jury says you are, or you say you are. Yeah. Yikes. Oh gosh. That's just a long time. Would you guys rather have to spend right now one week in prison or one week on naked and afraid? <laughs> naked and afraid. Prison, you think seems, so? prison seems terrible. It really does. And I've watched a lot of prison crime shows and I'm just like, they're so dirty. The smells. Yes. The smells and the bathroom thing where it's either just right there in your cell or it's a shared open. Jacqueline, what's your answer? Jacqueline's pondering right now. She's leaned back, looking off into the sky, really considering her answer here. What climate are we talking about? What season is it? Well, that's good. Um, I mean, yeah, you open yourself up to some real risks and naked and afraid but i chalk it up to an adventure you know okay let's say you're in the forest in the summertime in alaska with a hot guy <laughs> with the hot naked guy that's been t- he's std negative so and he's you're gonna good. take care of oh, you basically am i like on love island alaska like <laughs> basically you're on naked love island alaska it's a show that we're piloting right now and just trying to get it picked up um, <laughs> Naked Love Island, Alaska, combining all our favorite shows. Okay. And then at the end, we 
feel which one of us was actually supposed to be in prison, but made it on this show instead. Oh my gosh. What a twist. What a twist at the end. If I'm going to live in the wilderness at all, and then I'm going to live in the wilderness and I'm going to be naked, it better be on a TV show or else it's not even worth it. In what other position, what other situation would it be worth it, Jacqueline? Like when would anyone else make you do that? He's like, oh, I was dating this guy and he forced me to like try to survive for a week completely naked in the woods. And it wasn't even worth it. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be documented. Like it would just be so. That's true. And so yeah. dumb that it just has to be documented. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I think you think like prison sounds or naked and afraid. Like when I watch it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could never do this. But thinking about being in prison, I'm like, no, I'd do it a week, a week anywhere. I could take, I could do anything for a week, even if it's horrendous. I think so. Yeah. I used to say like on my, like, I think in high school, I made like a stupid bucket list. And I used to say, spend one night in jail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a true moron. Oh, no, like, I've seen that. that yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I am fully aware and appreciative of how absolutely stupid and ignorant that is now. But when I was 17, 18, it seemed crazy. And we, through our professions, I think, I know I've spent enough time in and around a jail or prison to know, I mean, like, the, the concrete inside is like always kind of damp. Uh, that yeah. is enough to send me off the edge. Like why? Is it urine or is it water? Did some, like, is it spit? Is it other bodily fluids? At least I know if I'm outside, like I know when it rained. <laughs> oh yeah. No, oh gosh. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if I'm outside, I'm like, oh, it's precipitation. Yeah. We we're we need to like create a poll and ask this on the pod. Cause we got to ask, yeah. like, what would you rather one week in jail or one week on naked and afraid love Island, Alaska. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's talk about uh, our, our new news friend that we've become familiar with this week, New York yes. anchor, Heather Kovar. Mm-hmm. Um, she was an anchor at WRGB in Albany, New York, and she has unfortunately gone viral this week for some interesting behavior that had people concerned. Yes. So yes. she, yeah, she it went on air. So I think it was on Saturday morning. It was on their weekend e- or Saturday evening that she went viral. It was her, no, um, it- yeah, weekend morning show. No, it, by this point, it was the evening. She had done the morning show yeah. and then she was doing the evening and it was on the evenings where she started talking a little. She seemed, a lot of people, when they first initially saw her on there, they thought she was drunk because she was kind of stuttering and staggering along, kind of talking like a drunk person might, kind of loosey-goosey and just kind of not. She called the meteorologist by the wrong name. Um it was a whole thing. Well, then it, so she went viral because people were like, oh my gosh, this news anchor is drunk. Well, then it came out. She was working a double, double shift. She was Saturday and Sunday. She was working the morning show, which was, well, I think it's at set, uh, six to eight and then the night six and 11. And then she had to come back the next morning from like seven to nine. And then the 11 o'clock news that night as well. Um, wowzers. She said she was suffering from exhaustion. And that's what led to her behavior that she was not drunk, but she has since been suspended and they have She's said resigned. That, yeah. Yeah. She's not re-signing her contract and the station said she won't be on air anymore until she's gone. Yeah. Um, I just, 
I've always thought that weekend shift, which unfortunately, if you guys don't know, that type of shift on the weekends is not abnormal, especially for meteorologists. Um, they yeah, work that we week. had people at our former place of employment oh, yeah? that did those shifts, and I never understood how it was legal. Like I, I it scared me to see think that they were driving to and from work because yes. of how long these people have been been awake. Yeah. And, yes. and I'm like, if you can't go home and sleep a full eight hours between one shift and the next, I don't think it should be legal. I'm like, my heart went out to this girl when I saw it and read the circumstances. I was like, oh my gosh, she has to be humiliated. But it's like, that's, we've talked before about the things we think are broken about local news. And that's just one more thing. Those weird shifts that we take for like, oh, okay, that's industry standard. And then it's like, no, that doesn't make it okay. So I, there, there's like this man, his name is Mike Sington. He's a verified person on Twitter who claims to be former NBC something and, um, Hollywood insider, but oh. he's got, he's got inside information from the station. Oh, so cool. I wanted to read these. Apparently he's got a source there Okay, said she, okay. So da, 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 she's been suspended by the station. We know that. Okay. Um, she had posted her work schedule on Twitter and it's insane. It didn't even give her the SAG after a guaranteed minimum turnaround time of 10 hours from Saturday mm. to Sunday. A former producer tells me there's a toxic work culture at that station, which is owned by Sinclair producer alleges mistreatment by news director and 75% of producing talent quit between January and April as oh this God. producer did. So bad, CBS 6 Albany brought in producers from other Sinclair stations to get the newscast on. After being suspended, Heather Kovar, pending an investigation, Kovar has resigned effective July 31st. She's blaming exhaustion for her work performance. I was scheduled to work the early morning 6 a.m. shift and the evening shift. I was sleep deprived and exhausted. In addition to exhaustion and toxic work environment, it appears alcohol did play a role as well. A producer on the CBS 6 Albany newscast tells me Kovar was known to come in for weekend shifts, quote, intoxicated, but quote, not this bad. Albany producer says weekend night producer on the job only a month and did not know how to handle the situation. Also, station management refuses to talk about the incident with all of us, not even a single email to the staff. So... Doesn't sound wow. great. <laughs> Sounds like that part. typical small. Although Albany isn't like that small, I don't think. But yeah. you've got your most inexperienced producers working those weekend shifts too. But that was one of my main things. As soon as I saw it, I was like, why did literally, why was she allowed to go on air? Like, yeah. Uh huh. And maybe not that maybe the producer was inexperienced, but how about literally anybody else in that building being like, no, you like, sorry, you A, you, you look, not great. Like, yeah. so just from like hair, a visual yeah. standpoint, you're disheveled. So no one helped fix her hair. No yeah, one her hair. Oh her God, hair. I hate this. I know. And then she was obviously in no way, shape or form. Like there had to have been another person in that building who could read a teleprompter. What about the meteorologist? Yeah. I was going to say, let the meteorologist do the whole show, do news, do weather. They can do it. They're on-air professionals. Oh gosh. This just is even worse to me. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great. And- really bad. Uh, it sounds bad all around. If they've had that many people leave, the place is toxic. Then she is overworked, had too much to drink as well, which is on her, but the rest of the stuff being overworked is not her fault. Those shifts suck. But if it has the, Oh gosh, this just sounds like way worse than I even thought. Well, I, I hope, I don't know how unknown it is that those shifts exist, especially for 
that job, but I hope maybe this shines a light on like, that's not okay. Yeah. That it's like, this is doing damage to people. Yeah. It's just dangerous. It's not, it's not, um, that's not humane working conditions to make people, A, you're already working weird hours. So even on the best sleep, you're, you don't feel normal. And then make people come in and work twice as much in a single day and have to do it back to back to back is crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. And we know you ain't getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's the other thing too. She's not, it's not like she's getting paid overtime or, yeah. I don't know. And then just all, the circumstances of her entire situation added up and rolled into one just was like a met, was a recipe for disaster. And mm-hmm. it just really shows that that station doesn't care about the well being of their employees. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a sickness at a lot of small stations. I think that, yeah. So few of them do. I, and I think it, it almost extend. Yeah. it doesn't extend, it, it extends beyond small stations. I think yeah. the state of the business with, it's not as lucrative as it used to be. Things are changing constantly. And the bottom line is number one. And so that means the humans are going to suffer mm-hmm. if you don't care about anything more than making money. So yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, we'll see what happens. God bless her. And hopefully help everyone else that works at that station. If it's as bad as they're saying, I know, I know. All right. Um, all right, Jacqueline, do you want to get into your big news that you broke to us before the podcast began? Yeah, I would like to, I mean, it, this doesn't really give me a lot of joy to talk about it, but I will. All right. I think it's the biggest thing that's out at the time. It came out right before we started recording and Jacqueline texted our group and was like, uh, in all caps, like 911, 911. (laughs) I'm I'm just sitting in my kitchen. I was watching Love Island. I'm scrolling Instagram. I'm eating dinner before I go take a quick shower. And I just see a casual headline on Instagram that says that Chloe is having Khloe Kardashian is having a baby via surrogate with Tristan Thompson. Third trimester, third trimester Thompson, you mean? Yeah. Third trimester Thompson. Oh man, this sucks. It's like the drama he has caused in her life won't end. Yes. Well, okay. So I will say this. Um, okay. So I, so TMZ has the exclusive on this. And if you don't know behind the scenes of TMZ and their relationship with the Kardashians is that, um, Chris Jenner and the owner of TMZ are good friends and mm-hmm. TMZ would not be record TMZ would not be reporting a Kardashian news if it was not 100% true. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's everywhere now. It's yeah, like it's on all now. everywhere now. Yeah. So this is the TMZ article. I'll just like read, um, a little bit of it really quick. Um, it just says that, um, the birth is imminent. It's within days. And if the baby isn't already, hasn't already been born, it's like any day now. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it says that the timeline of the surrogate's pregnancy seemingly indicates Chloe and Christian made the decision to, to have the baby before their most recent split. As you may know, Chloe and 
Chloe and Tristan, oh shit, Chloe and Tristan have been together, broke up and got back together and broke up again over allegations of cheating. The two already share True, their four-year-old daughter, and have successfully co-parented her, even navigating their own personal hurdles. Um, And then on the show, they talked about further expanding their family. But then, of course, um, Chloe ended their relationship when Tristan got another woman pregnant late last year. Um, Yeah, so then since that um, woman, uh, Marley Nichols, has had Tristan's son last December. Um, and so this baby with it being due basically any day now means that it, they decided to have this baby last November. That, oh my gosh. I just, yeah. Your initial thought, Jacqueline, just your initial reaction. Maybe they even decided to have it sooner than that. And then like the, the pregnancy, you know, the way that that whole everything works, finding a surrogate someone who's capable of doing it and that whole process. Yeah. That takes a while. Yeah. Maybe it was confirmed in November, but anyways, so, um, I am not totally surprised because with Chloe and Kim and Courtney, especially, they all just have this thing where they want to have multiple children, but they want all the kids to be by the same father. Um, but at what cost? Yeah. So this means, this means it's just, he agreed to have a cert to do the surrogacy with Chloe when he knew he was about to have another baby born by another woman. And then they've been sitting, Chloe, to to know now that she has had this news this entire time and she's just probably been like, it's gotta come out. We gotta gotta say it sometime. When are we gonna say it? Like what a living hell. (laughs) Honestly, a living hell. Not only that, knowing this has to come out, but it just, it puts it even into, into more perspective how physically sickening the news of him getting someone else pregnant had to have been for her. We already knew a, he's just the fact that he cheated, but B has cheated. And the girl has come out and said, Oh, we didn't just sleep together once. We were having an ongoing thing. Yeah. And then he's pregnant. And now to know they were having a second baby. Like that's how much back together they were. I mean, just how is Chloe even functioning right now is what I don't understand. I think it just totally makes sense because when, um, I mean, obviously the, just like the news of him having this baby with this other woman was devastating to her, but then to watch it, like when I was watching the Kardashians on the late, their, you know, their new quote unquote new show on Hulu, and they were just talking about, you know, I mean, um, the cameras really got that, like, um, the family immediately reacting to the news. Well, you find out while watching that that episode where they were discussing all of this that Chloe found out that about this baby with literally the rest of the world. So it wasn't uh, like, get like a five minute heads up. Like the the court documents were public information um, that this woman was requesting like a paternity test. And there had already been like Tristan and his lawyers have sent statements and 
like there had already been stuff in the court even happening. He had been doing stuff. I know that is what's so crazy to me. What's so messed up. It was not something that just popped up one day. Like he was fully living like a double life. Yes. It's not, it's not like, you know, some woman came out and like had a baby and was like, oh yeah, this is Tristan Thompson's and had like no, you know, backing behind it. It was like, no, she had proof. Like there had, they had went to court. Like they had already been to court over this where Tristan and his lawyers were arguing with it. He had told no one it became public. And, um, on the episode, Kim is like reading, um, these documents like on the phone and she's like on like basically like a family conference call with Courtney and Kylie. And then they like, can't get a hold of Chloe cause she's still sleeping and they're trying to get a hold of her. And, um, and then Kim calls Courtney or Kim calls, they finally get Chloe on the phone and Kim's like, have you seen my text? And she's like, no, like what is going on? And Chloe and Kim's just like, damn it. Like I like have to be the one to tell her. So then Kim like tells her what's going on and you can just hear Chloe just like break down really sad. And, um, so like I, so now knowing that this was, this is happening, I think that that whole situation is put into way more perspective because Mm -hmm. He knew what had just happened. And I'm sure, you know, if they're going through, you know, obviously this pregnancy was through a surrogate. So like, I'm sure Kim knew Courtney, Chloe, Chris, like, I'm sure like her whole, like her immediate family knew, like, you know, that this, that the pregnancy with the surrogate had been, you know, was positive. And I don't know. It's just, it's just really sad. I mean, I'm, I'm happy on one hand, I'm happy for Chloe and that she gets another kid because I think that's, I mean, it's obviously like what she wanted. I just hate for her that this situation, that it's happening under the situation because I just don't want Chloe personally to get any hate from this. And I think to some degree, I think initially everyone was like, oh my God. And then I think once you read the article, you're like, oh, wait a second. Like this was like a done deal before, way before it was anything came out about, you know, his affair and that whole thing. I mean, honestly, at this point, him having that affair and having that baby makes that makes that affair 100 times worse. It does that while he was actively trying to have another baby with his girlfriend to the point where they had to get a surrogate, like trying, like that's a full process. Like you mentioned, Jacqueline, like just because the baby got, you know, implanted in November doesn't mean they probably started it months before. Yeah. And it's just like, he's doing this whole long game plan with his girlfriend to have another baby. And he's, it's like, Tristan, what are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you as a Like, literally, I think every person on this earth can benefit from therapy, but I'm going to be like, Tristan, honey, you need to talk to someone. Like, why do you keep doing this stuff? Why? What's going on? Are you okay? And I get that Chloe wants, I I get uh, that's a a thing like that. You want all of your kids to have the same dad. You want them to have the same last name, same, that, that bond. And that just like, kind of, if that matters to you, it matters to you. And Granted, like we're saying, she didn't know the cheating thing before she didn't have the, the, well, at least the, the instance. Yeah. But I'm like, what? Like, 
I wouldn't like that sucks that he's their dad. You know, it's like, dang, this guy is like a dirt bag. Like, yeah. And like, at what cost? Like, okay, sure. They have the same, you know, mom and dad and same last name and they'll probably look alike and all that. But like now these, both of these children, I mean, now it's you're stuck dad, with this. It's now your dad's st- fault. Yeah. It's not Chloe's fault. It's I'm not, not saying Chloe's that, fault. but yeah, I just wish that wasn't so that hadn't mattered and she could have gone on and found someone else hopefully and had a, Which, you know, a- I will say the same dad thing. I, I, um, I think Courtney and Kim had both kind of talked about that, like in their fixation on that. And I don't remember if Chloe had mm-hmm. her, but I think it's the weirdest of Courtney of Kim um, Courtney and Chloe of the three of them. It's the weirdest for Chloe because I always kind of felt like Chloe was really close and still really is close with Kendall and Kylie while their sisters, I mean, they're technically half sisters. So it's just really interesting that like, yeah. he would still have that fixation of like, Oh, my kids all have to have the same dad. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I just, yeah, I mean, what I want to know is because we have seen Tristan's family. I can't remember if we saw his dad or not. If his dad is, I don't know. I just remember his mom being in some of the episodes, mm-hmm. like when they had a birthday party for true or something, um, at one point, like on the old show. And I'm just like, what does his mother just want to slap him across the face and be like, what is, what are you doing? I hope. Honestly, like, I'm like, is someone giving him the business besides Chloe? Like, you know, the rest of the Kardashians want to murder him um, and have probably told him so. But out of respect for Chloe, they're just trying to be like, do whatever. If you want us to just say nothing to him and just. Yeah, but I'm like, what is your family and friends are like, dude, like what? And then also he has an MBA career on top of all of this. So it's like. I mean, not, not probably the best, but I, but like, how are how do you do it? Like yeah, who has the time? I'm like, I would like to manage my secret life, like, and my MBA career and my huge life with my huge wife, celebrity, like, or girlfriend or whatever they were like, how, how does he have like 15 people managing his schedule every day? Like boink this strange woman today. Oh, I just a lot. And I mean, this takes me back to something I've thought and said, at least to my mom before about the Kardashians. It's like, yes, they are rich beyond our wildest imaginations and beautiful and all that. But like the trials and things that have gone on in their lives, I wouldn't trade my life for theirs on a heartbeat. Like yeah, from their dad, they've been through real pain. I mean, they've been, they've, they've experienced some really tough stuff. Yeah, they really have. And so- or just, you know, interesting circumstances. And I just, the, all the money in the world, I would not want to have to go through what Chloe's going through right now or what any of them have had to go through, honestly. Cause I, I feel thankful that I didn't lose a parent young. So like that alone is yeah, exactly that system. alone. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I can't wait for this baby to join this cursed world and see what else happens. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> okay i'm sure the baby will be cute tristan have you so have you parties or something have either of you seen um next the next season's trailer for their show oh yes i watched it on kim's stories and i went back and watched one specific part of the trailer about 50 times because i was like did i just hear that right yeah yeah i think we've all seen that clip yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
she was at the Met and she was like trying to zip off a dress and she was like running to the shower and she goes, babe, want to shower with me? And Pete was like, Ooh, and like freaked out and throws his phone. And I I loved it. I was like, Oh my gosh, they are like a serious couple. And she's just like into him. He's into her. They're just like being silly in front of her family. I was just like, what? Like, and then lately they've been, both of them have been posting so many pictures of each other. Like they are just like in deep. I know it's still so bizarre to me, but sure. Like whatever, if it works, it works. But yeah, prediction. And you know what, when I, when I initially, when I heard they were dating, I was like, (laughs) obviously they're not like what? And then same. I was like, no. And then now I'm like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Like I feel it just makes sense. And, um, first off, I'm really excited to see Pete on this season. Um, it'll, I I'm excited to just see his personality, like outside of comedy and SNL and like how he acts just in quote unquote normal life. Um, but my current prediction is that they will get married. Oh, and that I think they will have two children. Okay. All right. You guys, you heard it here first. I think it'll be something very similar to Chris where she has had multiple marriages, has a lot of kids, but like the, the first big group was from like one marriage. And then the second like is only a couple, but from, you know, another marriage. I don't know. I just, I see it happening. I don't know for sure if their marriage will last forever. Hard to say. Um, but I just, I foresee that being a thing, I think. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see. That's our Kardashian news tonight. Everyone on the A block or today or whatever time it is you're listening to us. Woohoo. Um, all right. Haley, do you want to go next? I'm just really disinterested in what I have to talk about. Well, so. then wait, then that's fine. We don't even have to talk about it. You can yes. just chime in on everything else. No pressure. We always, you guys, we always try to bring different topics to the table, each of us, but sometimes we'll text each other and be like, nothing is gelling with me. I'll talk about any other topic, but I have nothing personally that I'm like dying to talk about. Yeah. So, Hey, that's what this podcast is about. We can talk about anything and everything. That's um, right. Claire would like to talk about Andrew Keegan, just a lot about him. Um, <laughs> He's my leader. He is my leader. And we do a lot of spooning and soul medicine. He's the last word. Yes. Yeah, so I just wanted to um, ask you all, because I watched it two nights ago and I was shook to the floor. Have you guys watched The Girl in the Picture on Netflix? Yes. I have, I've watched part of it. And then it was, I was like, yeah, on it, right. Um, give what? me a minute take your foot off the gas. This is too much. There was a lot and it (laughs) continues. It's like an hour and a half long documentary, everyone. And it's a true story. It's called the girl in the picture. Long story short, this 20 year old woman is found dead on the side of the road, killed in an apparent hit and run. A real light story, a real light story, everyone. If you, and this is a true crime series, (laughs) FYI, this is not a feel good. This is not the summer I turned pretty. This is the girl in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's a true crime documentary. A girl is found, um, horribly injured on the side of the road in an apparent hit and run. She ends up passing away only after she dies. 
her friends discovered that she was living under a fake name and they have no clue who she is. So um, the next hour and a half is to figuring out who she is, who her husband was, where her baby is. And every time you think it's the last shock, it's not. And you know why? After the fact, I did a deep dive on this. Do you know the producer that produced this documentary? Do you know the last one he did? Don't say it's um, abducted in plain I knew it. sight. No, of God. Uh-huh. Which also had the most shocking single moment in Netflix history. <laughs> oh. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget, never it. forget it. I honestly, this was giving me kind of that same vibe because oh, yeah? you, get, you get the first shock when you find out more about her yeah. husband. Yes. The husband stuff like, at first is already like, oh my gosh, what? Sorry, my cat. Have y'all seen him? He's, he's been he's been frolicking. What's going on with him? He's going nuts. I don't know, but he literally, I feel like, nearly hit the ceiling. And oh that can't God. be true because the ceilings are really high. But he just jumped, leapt off the bed, and then like parkoured off the wall. It was something. Um, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. About I know. Him. When I read that, I was like, no wonder, guys. Okay, start with abducted in plain sight. If you haven't seen that, it was like last year, the year before, where. All of us were watching it around the same time. And there's one pivotal moment. And if you know, you know where you were <laughs> when you watched that rewound it and watched it again, like what I missed. Um, and feeling. then I know it was pure shock. I thought, oh, it was, it's just one sentence that a middle-aged man says. <laughs> and uh, I'm not say retiree. He's a, he's a retiree. I'd yeah. say retirement age. But then, so the girl in the picture, highly recommend when I watched it the other night, it was the number one in movies, even though it's a documentary, but it's like movie length. It's like an hour and a half long. Um, I just, I was like, my favorite thing to do after watching those documentaries is then of course do an internet deep dive on the topic and just stay up and Google and Google and Google. So yeah, this, that's all I want to talk about this week was ask you all if you'd seen it. Jacqueline, you said you've seen it. It's really good. Okay, Claire, if you can so finish it's worth it. finishing, you think? Yes, it's oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, I yeah. fell asleep. I, I, I was watching it on a day where I was, I knew I was tired and I was like, oh man, I'm probably going to fall asleep, but I was really into it. But the sun had gone down. So really all bets are off at that point. And mm-hmm. so I, had, I fell asleep and then I came to while it was still on. And one of her friends was talking and was shocker saying something so disturbing that I was like, I gotta, I gotta turn this off right now. I yeah. was like, you know, what? with the dark lipstick. Yeah. I will say, I yes, guess. it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was a little tough to take at first, but yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> okay. But I will say I definitely watched like, um, part of it one night and then the rest of it the next night. So yeah, okay. yeah you can't split it up. You can't split it up. It's but I mean, the- that's what shocked me the most about it is that the shocks keep coming. And I guess that was kind of like an abducted in plain sight where it just feels like how many more shocks can we take? And this one, I mean, up to the very end, you're just really? like, okay, damn. Okay. I got to watch it tonight. Then there's no pivotal moment, like in abducted in plain sight. It's just, there are so many revelations where you think you're like, how, what, what more is there? Okay. Well, I figured the stuff about her husband was going to be the most shocking. And I'm oh. so- yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, stuff, it is stuff, but it happened so early on that I was like, Oh no, there better be a bigger payoff after this. Oh, there it is. Or, or there the, is just more, at least there's that the stuff that you first are weirded out by him is just the tip of the iceberg with him. Oh, great. Wonderful. He's not dad of the year. I mean, husband of the year. He's not who you think he is. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. I I'm sad because I don't have Hulu right now. 
after being Hulu spokesperson. I know. After really <laughs> giving them all you had, dollar wise and praise on the podcast worldwide. Yes. Well, I loved it, but then it was really getting to a place of Claire evaluate your finance finances. Yes. Um, but now only murders in the building is back. And I saw the first episode and now oh, like, yeah, I have not watched only murders in the building. And I really want to, cause I love Steve Martin and Martin short so much. And I like Selena Gomez. I've never seen her act in anything. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't aware of her back when she was on her Disney days. And so good, but the, and I, what I like about the show is that the episodes are kind of short. So it's like just yeah, like 30 minutes, simple watch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, one last recommendation real quick. Also from Netflix. And I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I had started watching this series worst roommate ever. Oh yeah. I watched it. You watched it. Okay. I just finished the last two episodes last night about the serial squatter. And I was like, what a nightmare. I mean, like I was thinking, I was like, what? Like y'all it's a series worst roommate ever. And it's like six episodes and it covers five different stories of people that moved in and started living with someone. And for some reason it ended up being the worst situation you can ever imagine. And each story is so wildly different. Yeah. But the last one is a two-parter and I was just like these poor people. And it was one man terrorizing them all. (laughs) And then it ended crazily. I was like, did not expect that. Yeah. Wait, I don't even know if I remember the ending now. It took a turn with, I don't know deadly consequences <laughs> oh wait yes that's right that's right okay. that's right i was like that's how right. do you know uh, i was like it's in so unexpectedly it's crazy I, so if you need some true crime stuff girl in the picture and then worst roommate ever oh, ever um have either of you watched peaky blinders on netflix no, no you have no. recommended that before and i have lo- i once I'm done with all these true crime stuff and which I officially am last night, I was like, what am I going to watch tonight? You guys have to watch the show. Okay. Um, it is really good. Okay. I will say this. Um, you know, I watch everything with subtitles and this is one of those shows you, I, I personally feel like you should have subtitles on. Okay. Because they talk they're, they have British accents. And then at some points, other characters come in that have Irish accents, but like they talk so fast. I don't know. Sometimes oh, yeah. it's just kind of hard to keep up. Good. But the sixth and final season came out, um, I think like last month. So I, I finally started that the other night. Um, but yeah, it's been really good so far, but then each season is only like six or eight episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's not like a, it's not an extremely large undertaking, but it's been really good. And another show I started, um, was love Island. Oh yeah. I unfortunately am out on both of those shows for two different reasons. And I'm out on Peaky Blinders because an ex-boyfriend of mine was obsessed with it to the point where he got his haircut, like the main character. And oh. it was so annoying to me that I just, I can't, I'm sorry. Like it could be my favorite show, but on, on principle, I simply can't. You'll never know. And then, no. And then Love Island, it's just an insurmountable task. The number of episodes that that show oh. turns out is like, you'll never like catch other. We're like, they're on, it's like, it's just, it's never not on love Island is on always. And so always I know on. I'd probably love it, but it seems like such an undertaking. 
Yeah, I haven't watched that either. And but I'm very interested in Peaky Blinders. Claire, just out of curiosity, um, is the guy that got his hair cut like that also the Outback Baja guy? No, it's not. No. Oh, thank God. I was like, that poor bastard. No. <laughs> I was like, what Although, does he, he also likes the show, but he did not oh. go so far as to get a, in, a haircut that looked terrible on Because I, I was envisioning him speeding down the highway with the windows down with his Peaky Blinders haircut in an Outback Baja. Just like feeling like, man, I am peaking. Like, I have got this. Oh, Lord, no. I wish it was. Dropped away and he's like, should I have bought her wine? <laughs> no, she said it was fine. She said it was she was okay with it. It was fine. God, she asked me so many questions about myself. Annoying. Like <laughs> I wanted to just sit and look at each other and she was wanted to talk. It was so weird. Oh Lord, the mercy. What a life. What a life. What a life. All right. Is it time for favorite things in self-care? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Who wants to start us this week? I'll go. Okay. That's perfect. You. Um, so my favorite thing is skincare related once again this week last week I talked about my face wash that I really love um yeah, I talked the, about um, you to the people kale yeah it was supposed to be yeah the <laughs> kale spinach superfood face wash that's really good a couple of you asked me about it and I'm so glad I hope yes. you as well um and then this week I just thought I'd um introduce the rest of my skincare routine really well not the rest of it but the newest additions that I swear to you aside from one piece of acne that I've had on my face for literal months that will not go away. And I don't know what to do about it. It's just, it's part of me now. Um, this is the best my skin has ever looked. And I think I owe it a lot to a couple products. One is the ordinary, the niacinamide, the $6 bottle. So good. I I'd never use the niacinamide. Um, it's the niacinamide 10% zinc 1%. And I only use it at night with a retinol. And, uh, it really helps with skin texture and, um, dark spots and things like that. And I, I feel like I noticed an almost immediate difference and it's six bucks. And then in the daytime, I finally found a vitamin C serum that I think really works for me. A lot of them are really expensive. Um, but I had seen this recommended, had it saved and didn't realize I had had it saved in my cart. And then like saw it recommended somewhere else and went to add it to my cart and saw it was in my like save for later. And I was like, oh, I already knew I wanted this. It's the Sephora brand vitamin C plus E super, super serum ultra glow. I don't know. It's really good. I'm Googling it or I'm typing it in a mess for app as you're saying it. So Sephora C plus E. Oh, I see it. Ultra glow serum. And in terms of vitamin C serums, I think it's pretty moderately priced. What, what's it like? $26. I just saw it when I went to type it in it, you know, it'll do that like suggested things that it thinks you're going to type. And it said super serum C plus E. And then I clicked on it and now it's not coming up. Oh, well, Well, I wear it in the daytime, um, every day underneath my SPF and I it's the best one I've used so far. I'm sure there are better ones, but I'm not looking to spend Oh no. The ones that are like $150 for one ounce. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, I'll just rub half an orange on my face. I know. I feel like by like that type of stuff too, like it just depends on like what your skin type is, 
you know, it's like what works best for me, like doesn't may not work best for either of you or both of you. You know what I mean? It just, it depends. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm thankful to have found, cause I've tried multiple different ones, but you know, they say, if you're alive, you need vitamin C and I do take vitamin C, but for my skin. Okay. Here, let me find it. Um, okay. There it is. It is, oh, it's 20 bucks. So in terms of vitamin C serums, Oh, that's, that's not, not bad. bad. Okay. I think I found it. Is it like a goldish color? Yes. Because any vitamin C serum has it. If it's truly a vitamin C serum, it's going to have a yellow tint to it. They, oh. that color cannot be bleached out of it. So if it doesn't have a little bit of yellow to it, it's not a real vitamin C serum. Oh, interesting. A chemist. oh my gosh. I know. And then one final thing in my skincare is I have been using a different daytime moisturizer. Um, okay. and it doesn't have any SPF in it. So I've been using an SPF on top of it, but it's a brand called skip SK. And then like the I is a little asterisk and P and it's made with, um, honey G honey biome. I don't really know what that is. It's a nice light moisturizer, but the reason why I got it is because it comes in a milk carton and it's completely biodegradable. And I've been served a lot of content on TikTok that shows me how long all my plastic is going to live on this earth forever. Um, And so glass bottles or this make me feel better about my, my consumption of products. So, and it's yes. a pretty, I think that skip stuff is only at Ulta. Okay. Cause but. I was just looked it up on Sephora. Okay, cool. A little milk jug. That's adorable. Yeah. So that's so lo- nice when you find a skincare product that is not only in your price range, but then you actually see it working. Yes. Yeah. You because- enjoy using the process of using it, which is half the battle. So you have to enjoy the way it smells and it feels on your skin and exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like when the ordinary first came out, I was, or like I, we, I first discovered it. Um, I was going really hard on ordinary stuff. Cause I was like, it's cheap, but honestly, I wasn't seeing a whole lot of results yeah. and I just think, yeah, I hadn't found the right things for me. And yeah, the niacinamide is working well with a retinol. And I feel like my skin texture is really smooth. I have my pores are like practically non-existent. Excellent. Yeah. Except for this one. That's seriously the best, truly like the best, best feeling. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, and my self-care while that could all be self-care, um, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow and I'm very excited. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Cause I've, I've moved to a new place and it's very hard to find your doctors and get all that done. And I finally had to buckle down and say, Claire, you need to switch your prescriptions. You need to, you know, yes. be checked on by a doctor. And then I'm so thankful because I've had this appointment set for a couple weeks and it just so happens to coincide with this week where my stomach has just been a mess. And so I'm excited to get to talk to someone tomorrow about that and, you know, just get my health in order. So, um, this is your friendly reminder to get your checkups and make a doctor's appointment and just do it. Cause You'll feel better knowing than not knowing. I think if there's something wrong with you, at least you can address it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I went to the dentist this morning and I've got to get a filling changed. And I was like, you know what? I hate this, but I'm doing it. And I feel good that I'm taking care of myself. So I know exactly what you mean. So yes, you are exactly right. Make those annual appointments or six month appointments, whatever they are. You'll be good. You'll feel better for it. Yeah. And it might save your life. You never know. How special yeah. is that? Yeah. That is so special. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Um, Who's next? 
Um, I'll go. My favorite thing this week is actually something of my dogs. Um, I love, I bought this summer and I've had it for maybe a month now, but I've just realized how much I've been enjoying it. I bought my dog, Ollie, a little Amazon swimming pool. (laughs) Yes, because it's so hot and just sometimes like when I get home from work, I usually like try to take him for a walk or just like he'll walk with me. Um, and it gets really hot. And when he come in, he's, he comes in, he's panting and you know, he drinks a ton of water. And I just thought, you know what? I bet he, lo- he loves to swim like in the lake or a pool. And I was like, you know what? So I got one of those little, it was like 20 bucks or maybe well, like 20, 25 bucks on Amazon. I just put it in the backyard, fill that sucker up with water. He loves it. He runs and jumps in. I had to get into it with him just up to my ankles to show him like, it's just water. He stepped in there and then within five minutes, he was running across the yard and then running and jumping into it. And then he he won't lay in it yet. He'll run and jump and then just stand there like, yes. And then he'll get out again. Um, And so late, but my new kind of ritual, not every night, but most nights lately, I'll get home. We'll fill it up or it's still filled up from the night before. I'll take him for a little walk and then he goes out to the bathroom and then he'll play in the pool. And I sit in a lawn chair with a, glass of wine or a sparkling water and put my feet in the water. <laughs> and I just sit there and I'm like, life is good, man. I'm I'm like, beach. <laughs> I'm like, look at me here at, on my, at the water's edge. <laughs> you know, so- if I took a really, really no truth in advertising photo, just zoomed in and was like, oh my gosh, feels so good to be by the pool. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like a glass of wine right above it. I could fool everyone. And they're like, they have no idea. It's a $20 plastic pool from Amazon. But he loves it. His little short corgi legs fly over the side. His butt floats. It's just a beautiful day in America. Um, My self-care this week, and I don't know if it's necessarily self-care, but I've been trying to, I tend to do one thing or the other. I either wash my hair every single day, or I will go like four days without washing it. And by like the fourth day, there's so much dry shampoo. I have to like put it up, which I like how my hair up on air, but only occasionally. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm trying to get better about washing it every other day religiously. So then it's like two days, I'm good to go. I can wear it down for two days. If I want to wear it up, I can, but I prefer to wear it down. I lately have started that thing that I thought was a scam by shampoo companies of wash your hair, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. That second wash, you can use, I mean, a pea size of shampoo and it lathers. And I, I think that's half the reason now lately I've just been doing it with all, I use like three different kinds of shampoos. Cause I'm always switching it up. I wash it the first time and it gets it clean. I'm sure. But that second time I take like a tiny amount and I just lather it up and I just feel like ah, I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. Yeah. Um, and then, and it feels so shockingly clean. And I was just like, they weren't lying. Mm. Back in the day, when I would read the back of the suave bottle, I'd think they're not getting me using more shampoo. I only need to wash once. Now I'm like, no, I get it. It's glorious. It is. It so is I'm magical just, where you're like, whoa. I'm like, it is. I'm like, how is it lathering so much better with such little shampoo? Tell me, Pert, Dow Sassoon, Herbal Essences. Oh, my friend growing up, she used Pert Plus and I thought it smelled so good. Oh, Pert Plus, the green bottle. Green. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. So good. Um, I've tried, I was trying to think of any other, do you guys remember there was salon selectives? Oh yeah. Salon oh, yeah. selectives. It was like Felsen purple bottles. Blue. Of blue. Not something my family used, but I remember the commercials and it was like the blue bottles with like the waves on the sides oh the, and then herbal essences when they went back to their like original packaging a couple of years ago it was like yes. Throwback. Yes. okay 
I saw something, where was I? It was somewhere, maybe it was some kind of like retro thing. Like it was made to be retro. And so it was all these old, like throwback things. And they had shower to shower on there. Do you remember? (gasps) Yes. No, shower to shower shower. helps keep odor away. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this right now. Right. I was like, all the things that we experienced that now it's like, wait, that was a thing. What is that? It was, I I mean, it was some kind of some sort of bath product. I don't know if it was body wash. I remember seeing it and I wanted and say, I can see it in like our shower as like a kid shower. Yeah. It was, I think it was a a powder. Yes. It was like a powder was to like freshen up. Okay. Okay. You're right. I just it's like dry up. shampoo can, for your body. Okay. I can see the logo of the shower. Okay. That's what I'm envisioning as the logo. Oh, wow. That's oh. hilarious. Oh dear God. I, I just Googled wow. it. It had talc in it. And uh, one of the first things thing. is did shower to shower cause my ovarian cancer? Oh guys. Um, this is a real Andrew Keegan moment. We are so sorry <laughs> to have. Hey, why does this again, Claire happening? has led us right off the cliff. Um, <laughs> well, you can still buy it. Oh, good. Yeah. Hopefully they've taken the talc out. That's good. Shower to shower. That's perfect. Uh, well, anyway, anyway, throw back. <laughs> if it's not that it's Bath and Body Works, cucumber melon, which will never die in my heart. Oh my gosh. Yes. Shower to shower. That's, that's what it looks like. The shower to shower bottle. So guys, if you're missing out, especially if it's been several days since you washed your hair, do the double shampoo. I'm telling you, it's worth it just for the sudsy glory. It's a, it's amazing. Mm. And then get your dog a little uh, swimming pool. He or Aww. she will thank you. <laughs> I wish Rue would be into water because I think it would be hilarious to get him a little pool. But Captain, I've got to tell you this real quick. I was downtown yesterday for a shoot and I thought of you because it was in an area where I think you used to walk and when you lived downtown uh-huh. and it was in an area where you would occasionally take Rue for a walk on a leash <laughs> and there's like flowers in that area where you, I remember one time specifically you took a picture of him like on the leash by flowers and I can't remember what the caption was, but I saw it and I instantly thought of that and I was like, oh. <laughs> I used to take Rue for walks on a leash. <laughs> he hasn't been on his leash since we've lived here. So I don't know if get back out. He needs to yeah. get back out. out since he does. There. He needs to know his neighborhood. Yeah. We need yeah. to get you one of those little backpacks where you can put him in like a little like space thing and just bring. Oh yeah. Up. That's got like the clear window. Yes. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a TikTok today where it was like a man, I guess in his thirties. And he said, money what was, hold on. Let me yet again, this is great content for podcasting. (laughs) Um, it says money, money will return. Hold on. Money will return, but I'll never be in my thirties traveling the world with my cats again. And he, it's just a TikTok of him traveling the world with his three giant cats. (laughs) And I was like, well, I guess this is my future. You're like, sign me up, bro. This looks so delightful. These cats are so well-behaved. They go to like, this is Venice, Paris. I think they go to Greece and he's just traveling the world with his cats. Hey, that sounds good. Exactly. Exactly. Love it. All right, Jacqueline, your turn. Um, so my favorite thing this week is I have tried a new, um, 
we say new to me brand with sparkling water. It's called, I don't know how you say it, but it's aha. I think it's a H a. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I've tried that before. Yeah. Uh-huh. This flavor right now that I'm drinking is pineapple passion fruit. It's really good. Ooh, um, but there, good. yeah, there's another one that was like blueberry pomegranate or something like that, or orange. I don't know, but, um, they have like all these like weird, um, tropical flavor pairings, which I like. Um, so if you're looking for like a new, um, sparkling water and to switch up the flavors, I highly recommend. Very good. Yeah, no, I've, I've tasted aha before. And I just remember being amazed at all their different and unique um, flavor combinations and several of them big hits. I remember a couple I didn't like, but I remember a lot of them being really unique and interesting and good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good so far. Um, and my self-care, um, this week, I kind of talked about it at the beginning of the podcast, but just trying to be, um, consistent with like eating and fitness and sleep, even when I'm like out of town or like have plans in the weekend, trying to not get like too, um, out of control either way. And then if I do just not feeling so guilty about it, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, just a day. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to just, um, you know, remember that even if I'm going out of town or, uh, if I like, you know, I'm at an event, I can still, um, you know, just try to like eat the things that like make me feel great and, um, you know, at least minimal, get some sort of walk-in or whatever. Um, I say that's perfect. Exactly what you're, I mean, you're sticking to that this weekend by already committing to getting some sort of fitness in. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and like, for like, I know everyone's different, but for me, especially like, even if I don't burn a lot of calories, like even just for my, like for my mental health alone, it's really important to me that I at least get some sort of workout in just because I will feel less what, like, I don't even, like, I don't even think hungover is the right word, but just less like, oh my God, I like, I ate like shit and I didn't do anything. And like, you know, it's like, I have the major scaries at the end of the weekend. And like, that will be way less if I just like, kind of do that. Oh yeah. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I've been trying to do that. And I try, I've been trying to do that over the past few weeks. Like when I was in Savannah a few weeks ago, I like made sure to go for a walk every morning and, um, and then this week at the Barbasol, I like went for a walk before I went out to the course. So I don't know, just like simple things, just trying to like, you know, not get off track because that can easily happen. Um, so yeah. 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 No, I think that's awesome. That's great. I'm still trying to find my rhythm. I've been out of sync for a couple of, well, probably two or three months with my just normal fitness routine and eating well, you know, like you said, just being consistent. I've done so good for so long. And then I've just kind of been very stressed lately and haven't stuck to it. And so I like the last couple of weeks, I've been very aware of kind of that same goal. I haven't done great with it, but I've been thinking about it and you're kind of encouraging me to be like, okay, you're right. That's all it needs to be. Cause I, what I keep seeing on TikTok and it's so true is I'll see fitness influencers or people that are like, I'm losing weight. And here's how I did it is consistency over perfection. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you don't have to be perfect, but as long as not 80 or 90% of the time you're doing the things that make you feel the best, you're still going to see results. You're still going to feel better. You know, it's yeah. a long-term lifestyle as opposed to being like for, for two weeks, I'm going to eat nothing but nuts and berries and walk 10 miles a day. You know, that's not sustainable. That's not. And if you mess up one day and have a piece of cheesecake, you're not going to gain 50 pounds. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I think I'm finally, I've broken that mindset of, oh, I, I screwed up. I ate so bad that day. It's all over with like my whole life is a waste now. Like, I don't think I feel that anymore, but like this week in particular. And then like a couple weeks ago, I was sick as well. I had a sinus infection and I get really bummed out on weeks when I don't feel well. And then I don't like, you know, nothing, you can't maintain your schedule. Like I, yeah. I mean, if you feel like you're doing something wrong, even though it's completely out of your control. And then like your body's out of whack. And that, that makes me so frustrated. Cause I'm like, what have I done? Like now I I was being so good. And now my body was like, but you know, sometimes your body slows you down for a reason or does whatever, but I know we're all just, I think it's good to have a dialogue about, well, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about the pressure we all put on ourselves and automatically assume everybody else has it figured out. And we're the only ones that aren't, you know, working out seven days a week. It's like, no, just consistency over perfection, whatever your goals are consistency over perfection to reach them. And no one else has it figured out either. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. I mean, for me too, like, you know, if I go, I, I definitely am the person where like, if I go two, like two full days with eating like absolute shit and not working out. I know for a fact that that whole week I will just be fighting, you know, to get myself the motivation to do, to eat healthy, to work out. So it's like, even just like a simple, like 20 minute walk outside. And one of those days where I am just like, I don't feel like doing it or I'm sore or honestly, I'm hungover, like just helps. So yeah, absolutely. Well, and then of course, like we shouldn't worry about body image or concern about how we look or what we eat because it's all all about our bad language and our potty mouths that really turn people off. Exactly. If we've learned anything, it's that where I nearly said her name (laughs) is that someone out there is mad at us. <laughs> Sorry. God bless you. Oh Lord. All right. Well, okay. another, another banner episode in the, in the bag. Jacqueline, we appreciate your hard work this episode. We appreciate for the, the end. Thank you. Back on the pod. Um, having my power go out, no, not only at my home, my boyfriend's home was absolutely unacceptable. If you want to yell at him, feel free. Um, no. No, we're going to treat you like our old bosses and past jobs have treated us. No matter what the reason is why you're not at work, it's 100% your fault. Yeah. There is, and there is no you. excuse good enough. There's no excuse. Your flight got canceled. Don't care. The road is literally shut down. The interstate's been washed away. Not my problem, but your problem. Yeah. That, and th- these are real scenarios that have happened. Yes. To us or someone we know in the industry. So. That's not our problem. Like, yeah. yeah. Your flight got canceled. Figure how, out how much diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> oh Take a God. picture. Take a picture. <laughs> Take a picture. Prove it. Oh. I one time had an old boss call me while I was actively throwing up and I like put it on speaker and I was like, what? And he accused me of faking sick. This was like probably 10 years ago. And 
said, well, I just find it very interesting that today is Friday and you and three other reporters all called out sick today. I think you're all just wanting to start a long weekend. And I said, can you hold on one second? And I just throw up. And then I said, I work weekends. I don't, this would not be a three day weekend for me. Like I'm coming to work in the morning if I'm not still throwing up. And he was like, all right, well, I've got other people to call. And I was like, okay, Okay. so we're just clear. I'm not coming in. I'm actively hurling like goodbye. Like that's what they do. And that's not just the news industry. We know that's a lot of industries. Similar at at my first news job. I probably, this was probably one of the sickest I've ever, ever been. I literally could not talk. Uh, No voice. Like someone had to come in and do the news for me when I was supposed to be anchoring. Um, Yeah, it was really bad. And then like, I was like deathly, I was so sick for at least a week. Uh, yeah. And the, and the news director there at that time was just like, well, I'm making like, you have a voice. And I'm like, I know I'm a loud talker, but <laughs> I don't think I would like, that's not, Oh, imagine if he had pulled that shit amid COVID. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine now? I mean, that was probably like eight years ago at this point. But yeah. It's just, it's just the things that they get you, they get you in an environment. And this happens in a lot of workplaces where they make you think all this behavior is normal. And then when you're out of it, or even when you're in it and you talk to one other person or someone else outside of your workplace, they're like, what? No, they can't do that to you. And you're like, yeah, wait, oh, you're right. right. <laughs> they make you feel like you're the crazy one. And you're like, hey, you're right. That's you. right. Like, you're like, but they are paying me 18 grand a year. So I really can't complain for yeah. the whole year. Yeah. For the whole year. Yeah. My current job, they laugh at me where like, there were some people kind of fussing about a couple things. I mean, to be is to, to fuss is your right, you know, like, oh, yes, so right. of course, but they were, they were griping about it in front of me. And I was like, you guys listen, like I came from a job where I woke up at two 45 in the morning. I worked weekends forever. We didn't get guaranteed holidays. I was, my life was in jeopardy. I had a TV studio in my home. I was like, I'm living the life right now. And they were all yeah. like, you know what? You're, it's not as bad as we were making out. Like, <laughs> I just want you to know it could be a lot worse. <laughs> here's going like, to be my favorite. Here's going to be my favorite callback I've ever done. Huh. However, <laughs> there are two shits on the floor in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Thank you all very much. Good night. Thank you for coming to the show. <laughs> oh, you'll be like, now I will say that did not happen at my last job. So it this didn't. place is screwed up. <laughs> that, and that, that line has been invoked this week at work as a matter oh. of it's a, yeah, I mean, yeah. I need to just somehow work it into my show this week and just <laughs> see like, you know, I'll just do it in a pre-tapes thing so they can just bleep me. But I'll be like, y'all, there are two shits on the floor. And they'll be like, what? And I'm like, no, not really. It's just a story I heard, but I just wanted to say oh, it. It was a glorious, glorious know. moment. Oh. Heaven. All right. All right. That'll do it. We did it. God bless you, Chloe. God bless America. In Andrew Keegan, we trust. And, and, and the full circle church. No. No, we rebuke. We no. rebuke. Okay. We rebuke them in their spooning ways. Boy or girl. They never said that in the article, did they? The surrogate baby? Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Now that I think about it, but I really need to know. <laughs> they better let me know. Let's I guess. Let's guess and we'll see who's right. I bet it's another girl. Yeah, me too. That's what I was thinking. Um, I think... It's a girl. 
as well. Brave of you, Claire. Brave. <laughs> what a buildup, I think. Said with a lot of confidence. Um, as well. All right. Better, watch, it's going to be a damn boy. And I'll, it's going to be a damn boy. And I'm going to be like, I knew it. Tristan Thompson was going to double cross us. We all said girl <laughs> and he lied. And it's a boy. Probably. Probably. Dear Bastard. Lord. All right. Love you gals. Thanks for listening to the A Block. Follow us on social media. Send us messages, questions. If you have any questions about products we've mentioned or shows, or there's anything you want us to try show wise, product wise, anything, let us know. The A Block pod at gmail.com is also a way to reach us. Yes, please. On all social media as well. Take care. Listen, you follow, you tell your friends. That's how you help us. Okay. That's right. Review, subscribe, text. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.